Hello and welcome to Unlocking Your Coaching and Leadership Potential. This podcast is for people who are passionate about helping themselves and others fulfill their potential and who want to know how NLP, coaching and the neuroscience of your multiple brains can support you in living life to the fullest. If you want to know more about training in NLP, becoming an NLP or highest potential coach, then links to my socials and mailing list are in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode where I'm going to be talking about the presuppositions of NLP in relation to how they can enhance your coaching and leadership and how they can also bring about really real positive change for the people that you're supporting and working with. So NLP shares a set of presuppositions which are essentially a set of beliefs or principles if you like about people and change and when you embody these as a coach or a leader then it can immensely increase your relationships with others, the way that you work with other people, and ultimately the results that they get from the coaching and and your leadership. So let's start then with people have all the resources that they need. One of my favourites most techniques in NLP or you know lots of NLP coaching is actually about transferring resources that people already have accessing their inner resources and then transferring them into different situations so for example somebody might want to be confident in giving a presentation at work and yet they might be feeling nervous or worried about getting it wrong or concerned that, um, you know, they'll fluff it. And yet somewhere within their unconscious, they will have a situation where they have experienced being confident and it might be in a different context. So what an NLP coach does is it supports their client to access inner resources from a past time where they have experienced confidence, or it might be that they create an imagined time where they're going to experience confidence. And then they bring these resources to the conscious awareness and then transfer them over into the context in which they want to experience that state. And ultimately, it is about um, accessing these resourceful states of mind and then using them in the context in which you want them. So the presupposition here is that people already have the resources that they need. So every problem can be resolved with resources from the person's past or create the resources within their imagination. So it doesn't matter what situation it is, what context it is, there are always resources within them to um, support them in bringing about the change that they want in the here and now. So that one is people have all the resources that they need. The next one I'm going to talk a little bit about is there is no such thing as failure, only feedback. As human beings, we are here to learn and grow. Unfortunately, many people see their perceived failures, and let's say, let's call it a perceived because it is all about perception. They see their perceived failures as, you know, as bad. They might get stuck in, you know, berating themselves or feeling 
ashamed or guilty or bad. Perhaps they've made decisions in the past where they have felt that it was the wrong decision and therefore are still carrying this burden around with them and feeling bad about it. They might have, you know, they might have had failures with um, a business or with relationships and this might then impact how they are behaving in their relationships in the here and now or, you know, might impact their feelings of emotional security or insecurity. So in NLP, we say there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. Everything that happens in life is an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow. And it's also an opportunity to support us in, um, you know, learning things about ourselves that we hadn't previously known, that we hadn't previously realized. So rather than labeling yourself as a failure, see all of those experiences as an opportunity to learn and grow and also as a gift. So one of the things I talk a lot about is seeing those experiences, all of those experiences as a gift because there is always something to learn from them. I was listening actually to a podcast the other day and it was talking about school and how kind of school has the learning the wrong way around because it teaches you the material and then you take a test and actually life is really different to that. (laughs) You have the experience first and it's almost then you've got to learn the test is kind of in that um, experience rather than learning the material first. So I kind of really liked that analogy because I was a, a teacher for many, many years. And I thought, you know, it's very true in life, actually. We have the experience and then we take the learnings from it. And of course, how you take these learnings from your experiences is going to impact your self-esteem, your confidence. It's going to affect what you do in the future and the decisions that you make in your life in the future. So my invitation to you for this one, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback, is to take all of your experiences as an opportunity to learn and grow, an opportunity to lean into what feels right for you and then make your decisions in the future based on that learning, not from feeling bad and ashamed about yourself. So then another one is that all behavior has a positive intention. So this is a really interesting one because often when we're stuck in self-sabotaging behaviors, um, you know, maybe there's habits that you want to break, but you're, you're not able to break them at the moment. Maybe you keep getting into angry states or perhaps, you know, things are going well in life and then you sabotage it by doing something. You know, maybe in your relationships, things are going well and then suddenly you find yourself in an argument with your partner partner or I don't know remembering a time when you'd not been feeling very good about them so these it's it's an interesting one with all behavior has a positive intention because self-defeating behaviors might seem that they don't have a positive intention that they don't have anything good about them but actually what we do in NLP is we separate the behavior you know from the person from the identity of the person so that we can actually start to explore what is that root the root cause of that behavior what is the un- 
unconscious drive that is keeping that behavior going. So NLP believes that human behavior always starts from a positive place, even though it might feel very self-defeating in the here and now. So for example, you might be somebody who is very good at saying yes to everything. You know, people ask you to do things. So you say yes, you know, can you give me a lift here? Can you take me here? Can you do this? Can you do that for me? And you might say yes, because your belief from childhood was that, you know, it's nice and kind to to say yes to people. And if you say no, then that means that you're not a caring person or that you're not a kind person. So you might say yes, you might please people, you might be an overgiver in life, because there has been a belief installed from childhood that this is the way to get attention, this is the way to be loved, this is the way to feel appreciated. And then these adult behaviours turn into something that might be very exhausting and actually you might feel very resentful because you are doing things that actually you don't want to do or that you haven't really got time for. You know, your your life might be already extremely busy with your own family and things that you have to do. And yet you keep putting yourself out for others because there's an unconscious belief that this is the way that you that you are in the world and this is the way you have to be to be kind and to be appreciated and to almost deserve your place in the world. So whilst this was useful when it was um, installed as a child and you got love and attention and appreciation and oh, isn't, isn't Sarah a good girl or isn't Barbara a good boy and we got that positive praise, actually what can happen is as an adult, this actually becomes a behavior that is unhelpful and unuseful, but you continue to do it because there's an unconscious program that is driving that behavior. And this is the same for all our all our habits and all the things that you might be doing in the here and now, all those behavior patterns that you might be doing, you know, in the moment, in the present, that potentially aren't serving you and aren't actually helping you to grow as the person that you want to become. You know, it might be that there's some things you're doing in your parenting that actually you would like to do differently, but you're doing them because they're coming from a place of, you know, your parents having parented you in that way and you believing that this is the right way to parent, even though there might be a part of you that feels you want to do it differently. So it's really useful to consider when you are doing behaviors in the here and now, when you're running those patterns that feel misaligned that don't feel right for you to start to consider and invite yourself to explore what the positive intention might be for running those behaviors. What belief, it's ultimately about beliefs, what beliefs are keeping those programs and those patterns running and actually are they serving you in the here and now? And one of the things that we do as an NLP coach is to support you in bringing your awareness to those patterns, bringing your awareness to the unconscious programs and those beliefs that you're running, and then support you in bringing those parts of yourself together that are in conflict. So the parts that, you know, like like I've already talked about, those parts that have served you already, that that have served you in your life, um, because they've been beliefs that generally have been installed by others. And then those parts of you that want different things in the here and now, that want different things going 
going forwards. Again, it might be around, you know, your job. You might want to change career or run a business or do something different, but there's a belief that, you know, you're, you're too old or people like you don't do, don't run your own business or whatever it is that you're running. So the positive intention is to keep you safe. The positive intention is to keep it familiar. The positive intention is that the belief there is that maybe you feel not good enough or not clever enough. So therefore, you stay in the job that perhaps you don't want or that you're not fulfilled in because the positive intention is keeping you familiar and keeping you safe. So what we do as an NLP coach is help you to bring all of this to your conscious awareness because you can only change things once it's in your conscious awareness. And then we support you with NLP techniques to marry up, if you like, those conflicting parts so that you can become who you want to be in the here and now and moving forwards in your life. And yeah, it's exciting work. So this presupposition is really interesting because people sometimes feel that it's, they don't understand. Well, what do you mean my, the behavior that I don't want has a positive intention? What it means is that somewhere at some point in your life, that behavior was set up for you to serve you and to support you. It doesn't mean though that now, in the here and now, in the present moment, it serves you any longer. And you can only work with that when you bring Bring your conscious awareness to what the positive intention is. And it's also a really good way of se- separating the behavior from you as a person. So the next presupposition is you are not your behavior. So who you are and what you do are different things. So sometimes our behaviors seem really defeating and really sabotaging. We might be sabotaging our relationships because we don't feel that we deserve a loving, good relationship. So Gay Hendricks in The Big Leap talks a lot about the upper limit. You know, you might have got to a point in your relationship where it is really happy and going really well. And then suddenly you sabotage it by causing an argument or doing something in the relationship that brings it down, brings it back to a familiar sense of feeling which is maybe for you it might be to feel unhappy because you don't feel deserving of happiness then remember this is all unconscious you know on on a conscious level of course we want to be happy of course we want to be fulfilled of course we want to be healthy and feel good but actually many of us in life don't feel like that so the next presupposition is that you are not your behavior which links in nicely with all behavior has a positive intention in that your behavior is separate to who you are and when you actually begin to explore the unconscious material of your of yourself of your subconscious to find out actually what's really driving your behaviors in the here and now then you can start to change those things on a deep level and ultimately it brings about transformational change in the here and now so that you can become who you want to be in your life now and going forwards so we'll just do one more for this for this episode. So energy flows where attention goes. I absolutely love this one too. And well, you know, this helps us, this reminds us that wherever we place our attention is what we are going to get. So if you are putting your attention on the things that are going wrong in your life, if you're moaning, if you're in, as I call the BMW <laughs> club, the bitch moan and whinge club, if you're in the BMW club, and you are spending your life moaning about things and focusing your attention on the things that are going wrong and always kind of being that person that does the 
that does the moaning, then unfortunately, this is what you are going to get more of. Because when you focus and direct your attention on those things, you will filter, so your filtering system of your brain will filter for those things that are going wrong, the things that you don't like. So it might be that there is, you know, maybe you work in a team and there are 10 people that you work with and eight of them you get along with and you really like working with and yet there are two people maybe in that team that perhaps you have different ideas than perhaps you have different ways of thinking about things perhaps you you know there is a little bit of um, misunderstanding and yet there are eight people in the team that you really do feel aligned with and get along with but you might be focusing on the two people that you don't get on with so you wake up in the morning and you think oh God, here we go again, another day at work working with those team members. And I wonder what Rob's going to do today that's going to wind me up. And he does it on purpose and, you know, blah, blah, all the kind of things that you might say to yourself. So you go to work before you even get there, already feeling, you know, a bit frustrated and annoyed or almost waiting for that negative thing to happen. You've kind of set yourself up into fight or flight mode, waiting for the, you know, waiting for the the fight. And therefore you get to work and you're looking for that that one thing that's going to set you off. And of course, you find it because wherever your attention is, that's where your energy is. So you find that thing and you filter, your brain's filtering system filters for that one negative thing. And that's what you keep getting more of. So then you start the internal chatter in your mind and meh, 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 and I knew this was going to happen today. And this always happens. And why can't they just do this? Why can't they just do that? Instead of focusing on all of those other amazing, wonderful things that happen in the day. Perhaps you make a difference to someone's life because of a conversation that you have with them. I don't know what your job is, but, you know, perhaps you resolve a problem and feel really good about it. And, you know, a chuffed a bit is that you have, um, that, that, that you resolve something that somebody else has been struggling with. Perhaps you have a really wonderful conversation with somebody that is really, you know, in depth and makes you think about things in a different way. Perhaps there's been something in the day that has really lit your soul up and has made you feel really good and yet you don't allow yourself to embrace this because you're too busy placing your energy and your attention on the things that are maybe not going right or the people that wind you up or make you feel frustrated so I love this one energy flows where attention goes so wherever you put your attention is where your energy will be and because of the brain's filtering system, because the brain is there to prove you right, if you keep telling yourself that you're looking for some, you know, the the negative or you're looking for something to go wrong, then that is absolutely um, what you are going to get. So my invitation to you is to widen that filter and put your attention onto the good things, put your attention onto the things that are going well and allow that beautiful energy to flow around all those wonderful things so that you can minimize those things that are not going well. You know, throughout the day, all of us will have things that don't go well and we get to choose where we put our attention. So as an NLP coach or or as a leader, if you have this presupposition that, you know, energy flows where attention goes, you can support your clients you can support the people in you know in your leadership team 
to really focus on the things that are going well. So an example in work, if you're a leader, an example in work is that as a leader, you know, you support the people that you are leading in focusing on the good things and you focus on the good things as well. It's easy, isn't it, to jump on the things that have gone wrong and um, say to people what you don't want them to do rather than actually saying to them. So in NLP, we have the clean feedback model where we say what's gone really well is this and what you could do even better is that so we're focusing on those strengths it's like that strength strength based approach um so as a leader when you're using this presupposition you're focusing on the things that are going well you are bringing people's awareness and attention to the things that are going well and therefore you're raising and boosting morale you're making people feel positive you're focusing on people's strengths and therefore people are going to want to engage more so if you think about it from a perspective of employee engagement employee productivity employee motivation when we focus our attention on the things that are going well it boosts people's energy it boosts motivation if you're focusing on the things that are not going well that's going to bring people down it's going to put a sort of spanner in people's motivation it's going to stop people from feeling fulfilled and like they want to do things so as a coach you're supporting people perhaps on a one-to-one or even even in a group to really notice and become aware of where their energy, where their attention is, what they actually want to focus on. It's about having choice in where we focus our attention, having choice in how we think, how we feel and how we behave and respond. And as a leader, you are putting your attention on the good things. You're noticing the good things about people you're bringing out people's strengths and therefore you're role modeling that for others so that they can support each other in bringing out their strengths. They can support each other in focusing on the good stuff. And then of course, team morale is going to increase and improve. And as a leader, that's your responsibility to do that. Okay, so I'll bring this episode to an end. I do hope you've enjoyed it. So that was only three of the NLP presuppositions. There are many, many more. So I will come back with another episode sharing more of these. And once again, if you've enjoyed this episode, please do share it with other people. If you know other coaches or other leaders or therapists who would benefit from this podcast, I'd love for you to share it. Sharing's caring. (laughs) Get it out there more. Please do come over, sign up to my mailing list so that you can hear more from me or come and join my free Facebook group and yeah come and say hi and get to know me and find out more about what I offer if you're interested in becoming um, an NLP coach then I'd love for you to connect with me and find out more about my trainings so for now have a great day and I'll see you really soon